Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Upvoted No Sleep, where we'll hear the rest of a story we began yesterday. OP, totally not a werewolf, writes, My attempts to make sense of the situation seemed to be futile. Emily's peculiarities kept escalating, her conditions worsening. Migraines, an inexplicable hatred for cutlery, a loathing for the sound of church bells. It's all spiraling out of control. Emily's been suffering from intense migraines. They're brutal, leaving her incapacitated, huddled in a corner of our darkened home. It's, it's heart-wrenching to see her in such pain. Strangely, she claims the sound of the church bells exacerbates her headaches. The church, located a couple of blocks away, has never been an issue before. But now every toll seems to send a wave of pain through her. She writhes clutching her head, begging for the sound to stop. One day, I made the mistake of leaving a pair of scissors on the table. Emily's reaction was... inexplicable. She shrieked a blood-curdling sound and refused to use the table until I had discarded the scissors. In her throes of fear, she demanded that I get rid of most of our cutlery. Her reasoning? We could use plastic instead. <laughs> Yet even with the plastic cutlery, she prefers to use her hands, tearing into her meals with a feral intensity. The sight of Emily, my once poised and elegant wife, reduced to such primal eating habits, is both alarming and heartbreaking. Our unborn child continues to grow within her, but Emily adamantly refuses further checkups. Her refusal only fuels my worry about the strange ultrasound image we saw. The picture of our distorted baby still haunts me, and her refusal to follow up only deepens my fears. In my desperation, I also suggested psychiatric help, thinking maybe this is some extreme form of prenatal depression or anxiety. But the mere mention of a psychiatrist triggered a terrifying reaction in her. She became livid, shrieking with such ferocity that I truly felt scared of her for the first time. I'm at my wit's end. I'm losing my wife to this unknown horror. I'm stuck in a nightmarish limbo, unable to understand, unable to help, unable to escape. Please, if, if anyone has experienced anything remotely similar or has any insight into what might be happening, I, I beg you, please reach out. I fear for Emily's safety and the well-being of our unborn child. And in my darker moments, my own. I need help. I need answers. Please. Update. Well, 
I suppose I should begin by stating that I'm grateful for all of your input. It really warms my heart to know that there are kind-hearted people out there, beyond the confines of my present nightmare, who care and want to help. I don't know what to believe anymore. I pride myself on being a rational person, but at this point I'm starting to question whether I'm really being rational or just obstinate in my refusal to entertain some of the more fanciful theories you've proposed. I contacted the psychiatrist again and basically harassed him until he agreed to come check on her. A few hours later, a blue Volvo pulled up in the driveway, and a shortish, rotund man with thick spectacles emerged. He was visibly disturbed by the state of the house, though Emily refused to let him enter the cellar. Other than that, she seemed a lot more calm and collected while he was here, and he ended up attributing her behavior to prepartum depression. He wrote a prescription for sertralin and said a nurse would call about a checkup in a week or so. As he left, Emily stared at me, as if I had tried to kill her, but did not comment on the visit. Instead, she wrote a list of groceries for me to purchase. And while I feel awful about leaving her alone, I must confess it feels liberating to get away from her, away from the dark and stinking house, and away from the labyrinth of the macabre my life seems to have become. The supermarket felt... (laughs) normal. Fluorescent lights, bored shoppers, and a cardboard cutout of a smiling chicken promising affordable prices for free-range eggs. For a while, it was as if my present situation was just a bad dream, and that I would soon get home and find my wonderful, if a bit quirky, wife back to her normal self. However, the shopping list that she had written served as a grim reminder of the futility of such daydreams. Meat, fish, and poultry was apparently on the menu, in large quantities and with little else besides. As I pulled up on our driveway, the sun had set and I felt my blood go ice cold as I noticed two green spots where my car's headlights were reflected in a pair of eyes. My wife was standing on the small staircase leading up to the door, putting up what first appeared to be a wind chime. A closer inspection made it obvious. It was made out of hollow bones. She smiled as she saw me. And though I embraced her as much as she moved in for a hug, I could not let go of my trepidations. She whispered something to me, and I replied, Human eyes do not reflect light. Not in the ways hers just had. At least I don't think they do. I suppose it may have been a trick of the light or a figment of my overworked brain. (laughs) Maybe there's nothing strange going on. But I don't believe that anymore. She looks different, but I don't know if that's just the lack of light, the pregnancy, her strange diet, or some combination. As she tore into the raw chicken I had bought with almost animalistic zeal, I tried to call her parents, albeit without a reply. I've tried calling them a few times without getting a response during the last few days. I hope they're all right. Though, I wonder if their refusal to answer has something to do with the skeleton of the eight-year-old girl. She's in our cellar now, doing who knows what. I think I've made a decision. I'm going to go talk to Emily. And I'm not going to knock before I enter. I don't know what I'll see, but I have to do it. I need to convince myself my wife is not a monster.
And that was an upvoted no-sleep story by OP Totally Not a Werewolf. Sweet dreams.